In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever woken up and wondered, what day is it? Where am I? I think this Sunday can almost do that to you. I mean, is this Palm Sunday or is this Good Friday? It feels as if we've compressed the whole of Holy Week into one service. We began, of course, with festive palm waving as we joyfully sung Hosanna, but with hardly a chance to catch our breath, we were taken once more to Gethsemane and to those ghastly events of that first Good Friday with Jesus being whipped and spat upon and finally crucified to death. And in a few minutes' time, we will celebrate the Eucharist, which is really a mini-celebration of Easter. So, What's going on here today on this Palm Sunday, known also as Passion Sunday? Well, at the start of Holy Week today, our liturgy gives us a preview of those events that happened over the course of the coming week. And as this week progresses, we will slow the action down so that on Thursday... We will gather here in this space to remember the Last Supper, the occasion when Jesus instituted Holy Communion. We will see his love for the disciples as he washes their feet and gives that great commandment to love others as Christ has loved us. We will hear of the betrayal by Judas. And we will take our time ending that service in darkness when the very last remaining candle is blown out after I read those haunting words of Jesus that we heard just a moment ago from the Garden of Gethsemane. Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day I was with you in the temple and you did not arrest me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness The next day, we'll be back here for Good Friday for an hour or two or three from noon until 3 p.m. We will hear the story of Christ's passion once more. We will follow in his footsteps around the church through the stations of the cross. And many will come and touch or lay prostrate before the large wooden cross that we set in the middle of the chancel. We will be reminded of our sin and our failings, and all that separates us from God. And we will remember, as we have done this morning, and as as we do week by week in the creed, that Christ suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. An event in history, an event of defeat and suffering, God on the cross. And then, on Easter, 
on Easter morning at our services at 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., we will celebrate with bells and incense and trumpets and singing the bursting forth of Jesus from the tomb and his triumph over death. An event in history, an event of victory and celebration, Jesus risen from the dead. So why do we do so much of that all today, this morning? We do this lest we forget. We do this lest we miss a part of the journey. We do this because Palm Sunday is not only the day when Jesus entered Jerusalem as king, but it is also the day when Jesus entered Jerusalem on his way to the cross. You see... There's no Easter without Good Friday. Now, of course, in some ways, I wish we could just do Palm Sunday today. After all, who doesn't like singing hosannas in a packed congregation with trumpets and red vestments and great rejoicing rather than be shouting, crucify him, as we all did a moment ago? Who wouldn't prefer we skip the rest of the coming week and just go straight from Palm Sunday to Easter? And, you know, that way we wouldn't have to endure that rather awkward foot washing thing. Yes, you may laugh. It's okay for you all. No one's going to make you even come on Thursday, let alone wash somebody else's feet or have your feet washed. No such luck if you're the rector. And Good Friday, it's all so black, and we're all dressed in black, and it's, it's long, it's three hours if you come for the whole thing, and there are all those silences. <laughs> There's all that focus on sin and death and shame. I mean, couldn't we do without that? And then next Sunday we can come back and there'll be more trumpets and everything will be white and we can enjoy the fragrance of lilies and we'll have bells and smells and babies and baptisms and hallelujahs ascending to the rafters. Well, yes, but there's no Easter without Good Friday. No Easter without the betrayal. No Easter without the cross. The truth is, you and I live in a Good Friday world, a world where there are wars and uprisings, where there are shootings and violence in our own neighborhoods, and there is hurt and betrayal in our own families. In the midst of life, we are in death. What can we do? Do we shout Hosanna or crucify him? And of course, the truth is we do both. Our lives so often are lived in ways that pound nails into Jesus' hands and feet. Our actions pierce his side again and again. By our words and our thoughts and our actions, we have crucified Jesus. It is we who nailed him to that cross. He died for our sins, for yours and for mine. 
And yet, with those crowds on that first Palm Sunday, we do indeed cry, Hosanna. For Hosanna means, Lord, save us. And that's what we need. Yes, we live in a Good Friday world. But thank God, we are an Easter people. Yes, we live with the ravages of disease, divorce, and death. But we have a Savior who makes all things new. Grief, pain, loss are not the final words. And if you think they are, please hear me this morning. They are not. Do I wish there were a a fast-forward button for all those who are suffering their own Good Fridays? Of course I do. Do I wish I could have been spared my own Good Fridays? Yes. But then again, maybe no. You see, if there really is no Easter without Good Friday... Then, like Mary, faced with the scandal of pregnancy out of wedlock, I must say, let it be to me according to your will. Like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane who prayed, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me. I must also pray as he did. Yet not what I want, but what you want. And so the truth is, we live in between, in between the now and the not yet. Our Good Fridays are not over, but Easter is coming. Jesus has not yet come again, but he will. And so we have hope. I actually want to give you a very simple, straightforward challenge today. I would like everyone here, from the youngest to the oldest, to enter into this journey of Holy Week that we have begun already this morning. What does your calendar look like for the coming week? Many of you, I'm guessing, are planning to be here on Thursday and Friday, and that's great. But, you know, if it's not your custom to attend these services between Palm Sunday and Easter Day, please will you come this year? And why am I asking you to do that? Well, here's why. Because as you slow the narrative down, as you enter into these great events of history, you may encounter the living God like you have never encountered him before. The Easter candy will wait. The paper you're writing can still be written. The cooking, the cleaning, the work, the TV show, whatever it is, can all still get done. Don't rush to Easter Day bypassing Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday. Now, I I appreciate some of you probably can't be here. I'm not trying to put you on a guilt trip. Maybe you've got a sick relative to care for. You have to work at the hospital, whatever it is that prevents you. Okay, um, be at peace, have no guilt. But I would hate for anyone who could be here to miss out on what God may do in your life. You know... God accommodates himself to us in so many ways. But one of the ways that I believe God accommodates himself to us 
is through our senses, through the very way that he has made us. So come back this week and hear, hear the sounds of water being poured as feet are washed. See the altar stripped bare on Monday, Thursday. Smell the wood smoke of the fire pit at the door of the church on Good Friday, when at the end of our three-hour vigil, we will take prayers that have been written on pieces of paper and brought to the foot of the cross, and we will burn them. Touch the cross. And on Easter Day, smell the incense. Taste the bread and the wine. Hear the music. This year, don't reach for the fast forward button to next Sunday. Instead, hit the pause button. Encounter God. For truly, there is no Easter without Good Friday. Amen.